Welcome to the Communicate for Good podcast, where leaders on a mission to make the world a better place come to talk and learn about how communication, language, and words can help increase awareness, revenue, and impact with less stress and more joy. I'm your host, Erica Mills Barnhart, and I'm so excited you're here with me. Let's dive right in. Welcome to, or welcome back to, the Communicate for Good podcast. I am Erica Barnhart, your host, and I want to talk to you today about successful versus effective communication, and then we're going to sort of segue into a wondering and some what I'm going to refer to as homework, because homework sounds, I don't know, sort of like work, whereas who doesn't want to do fun work, right? Okay, so... I just, I I got curious recently because I started and I don't, you know, I haven't like done a ton of research on this. This is anecdotal, but I started noticing how frequently I I see and hear the term effective communication versus successful communication. There seems to be enough of an uptick around effective communication. I was like, that's interesting. So I wanted to explore this for two reasons. One, I was curious if there was, in fact, a substantive difference between effective and successful. And two, anytime something becomes common, meaning the novelty of the thing has worn off, we don't notice as much, right? And this includes words. So meaning as a word is used more and more and more and more, we notice it less and less. This is why I created the Wordifier. So if you're looking for a word that would get noticed, you'd have a research back way to find one. So if you're curious about that, uh, you can go to wordofire.com. That link will be in the show notes. Uh, You can also go to Claxton's website and you can find it there. So, you know, this is always on my radar because the research around novelty on our brain, how our brains respond to novelty is robust. And like I said, if we see, it doesn't matter if it's, if it's words or a text message or like, as you know, the more email we get, the, the less we notice it. It's like a, it's anything right? Because our brains just no longer have to uh, sort of elevate it in our minds, right? And so this is, it's worth paying attention to, right? And so the reason I was like effective or successful or something else entirely is if the point of communication is to achieve a result, whether that's big, like increase revenue, bring in more clients or retain more donors, you know, like big organizational business related results or small, like the more day-to-day communication we tend to have that's about like maintaining connection, right? Don't we want to do everything we can to keep the point of communication front and center, right? So that's what I got curious about like, and this this would be exhausting if every single time you're going to communicate with any human being, you're like, must come up with the incense. So I'm, you know, I am, I'm referring to the moments where it matters. So if there's a one word way to bring the intent of the communication, the sought after result front and center, I am of course going to explore that to see if there's, if there's a quick way to just switch out one word and get better results with our communication. Okay. So here's what I learned. I looked into the etymology, not so hard word to say today, apparently, the etymology, meaning the history of both effective and successful. So let's start with effective. 
Effective has to do with the execution or completion of something. Eventually, it did come to include serving to affect an intended purpose. So there was a results-oriented element over time. But prior to that, it was about execution, completion, or an ending. So it was about the process coming to an end, but not whether that process yielded desired results. So that's, I mean, that's interesting because what it means is our communication is simply about the process. Now, sometimes, like if you have taken the peer case communication self-assessment and you, you know that you're a process-oriented communicator, this isn't to say that process it, it isn't important, but it's to what end, right? To what end. So this is, etymologically speaking, quite interesting. What about successful? From the start, it was all about results and outcomes. As an added bonus, it became associated with good or happy results over time. So it had a positive spin to it, right? So there are, I mean, they're not like massively different or anything, but one is about process and the other really fundamentally and consistently is about results or outcomes. So if you want to change the world, let's go meta here for a moment, shall we? We do have to hold ourselves to this, you know, this idea of like, what's the next step? What's the next step? What results do we need to achieve to advance our mission? Right? Like we need to be systematic about that. And that, you know, it breaks down into the communication, the words we use. So I think it is worth, I think it is worth wondering what kind of communication do you want and need to have to achieve the results that you want and need to achieve? Effective, successful, or something else altogether, right? These are just two options. And it, it got me thinking because, like I said, I was seeing effective again and again and again. Okay, here's the fun work. So I want you to think of the next time you'll be communicating, all right? This can be in a work or personal context. It doesn't matter. I know some listeners prefer to test drive these ideas that I float on the podcast at home. Others like to test drive them at work. Others with strangers. Uh, whatever feels low stakes for you and to you, start there, right? Just because not everything, obviously, that I share off on the podcast is going to work for you, right? This is a buffet, so you want to pick the things that work for you. But like a buffet, you want to try a lot of things because sometimes you're surprised. Sometimes you like something that you didn't expect to have to like. Um, so, right, to decide sort of what what the what the communication moment is um, that's low stakes for you. And then here is what I want you to do. Like once you have your example, start asking questions, get curious. What's the net effect of the communication? How do you want it to feel? How do you need it to be if there is a needed outcome? Maybe it is effective. Maybe the process is the point. Sometimes that is absolutely the point. And maybe it's successful where the outcome and result matters, right? If so, be clear on what, what, the, what that looks like. What does success look like? What, do, what are the results you are looking to achieve? Be specific. And again, you're doing this for you. Over time, you know, you want to be bringing others into your thinking and doing on these decisions, especially if it's a if it's a team or organizational goal, obviously. But for now, you're just you're playing with this, right? You're wondering. So maybe, so maybe it's effective, maybe it's successful, maybe it's joyful or uplifting or reassuring or grounded or from the heart or lucid or rational, or 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 
pick the adjective that will bring the energy that will get you the results you want and need from the communication. Okay, that's the fun work. <laughs> I encourage, and then I encourage you to experiment in a variety of contexts, right? Like we have opportunities, big and small. So see which ones lend themselves to this type of experimentation. Because for most folks, this will be this will be new territory. And then describe the energy of the communication. And for those of you who are like, this feels weird and woo-woo, when you might be new to this podcast and new to how I, I approach communication. But for those of you who being here, right, this is a reminder for those of you who are new here, I want to offer that the version of woo, I am quoting, like I, I have quotations around that because it's not really new, but the version of woo that I teach and I'm thinking about here is based on the universal laws of physics, thermodynamics, and neuroscience. I may need to do an episode on how woo got a bad rap, but I'll save that for another day because it's kind of like, you know, it's a little quantum. And so, and so sometimes we can't, we can't like point to it. You can't like run a randomized control trial, right? It doesn't feel as comfortable given how we are trained to think about communication and results. All right. This is more trusting yourself, trusting your gut, and then looking eventually, eventually at the, res- at the, at the concrete results. So maybe Boo got, maybe Boo got a bad woo. I don't, maybe Woo got a bad rap. And we'll take a look at that because this truly is based on, you know, very established ways of doing things. So for today, what type of communication do you want and need to have? Find an adjective to describe it and see how it influences your communication. Do you pick different words? Do you sequence them differently? Do you integrate more positives? What about silence? What about syntax or serial commas? Get granular. Bring that adjective to life and see what happens. Really like grab it, hold on to it and live into it and see what happens and play. And again, you're doing this in a low stakes environment at first and it's just for you. It's a just for you type thing, right? So nobody needs to know what you're doing because you're gaining that like self-trust in communicating, you know, in these different ways. Yeah, it's a fluency, right? Like I talk a lot about communication fluency. Um, just like you become fluent in different languages, we want to be able to be fluent given context. All right. See what happens. As always, I love hearing how it goes. And as always, do good, be well, and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Communicate for Good podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate it if you would right here, right now, go rate and review the podcast. Your review will help even more purpose-driven leaders, teams, and organizations learn how to use words to change the world. To find more ways that communication can help you increase awareness, revenue, and impact, head on over to www.klaxon.communicationnos.com.